Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, Revmen Originals podcast. It's one of those alternate weeks where we're not in a good mood. Um, I am Paul Major and I'm joined by Chris Pajak, Dan Club, and Steve Hall for this one. Uh, Chris returning from the treatment table. I'm ready to talk about Manchester United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should we just we do that? Like seven goals to nil. Yeah, we didn't yeah. get to speak to anybody about it all last week. You were locked in quarantine. I'm just getting ridiculous. And now, and, now, and now I'm back to talk about Bournemouth. And life sucks. And I, it was better when I was ill last week. Yeah. What was your favourite piece of content from the post-Man United game? Mm, from Redmen. That would be a good answer, but in, in general? In general. I don't know, to be honest with you. Kind of like, it was, you know what it was for me? It's that, you know, when you have a big European night or something, just a big game, and you just stay up all night mm. consuming more, yeah. always more, and then it's like, you realise it's three o'clock in the morning, and the game finished nearly 12 hours ago or whatever, but you found one video, so it felt like it was worthwhile staying up that extra bit of time. Yeah, it is that, the slow drip of every time. Because the addictive nature of Twitter and Instagram and like the, the swipe, refresh, and something new comes into your timeline, big wins are that. And every time it's worth it. You know what I mean? You're not chasing, you're not you're chasing success. It's like it's like what people who are addicted to drugs think drugs are. Um whereas in reality it's the you know, it's the exact opposite of that. It's chasing nothing. Uh, but yeah, when new fresh content hits your face, oh it's great. Um I'm so sorry that we don't have we can't just talk about United for you, Chris. It's okay. You've no, we, totally we, we, we could. Oh we well we are gonna talk about Man United because it was quite funny. That they drew to bottom of the table. That mm. they drew, they they drew at the worst football team in the Premier League, mm. and the only reason they d- did that was basically because we pretty much lost, lost to the worst one. team in the Premier League <laughs> and put that above them. Um, so it's really, mm. you know, it's, it's on them. It's just funny. Um, Dan Club. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm better today. Yesterday was pretty much a write-off for me. Um, I felt really ill having been to Bournemouth to watch that, quite frankly. It was sort of polar opposite. You mentioned you want to get consume every single piece of content after that Man United win. You want the opposite after the Bournemouth win. It's like football simply doesn't exist for a little bit now, thanks. Um, You're yeah. the exception to the rule of it was nearly kick-off so you can get on with your life early because you then had to drive all the way back. All the way back, yeah. I was saying to Chris this morning, the drive down was actually really quite pleasant, quite enjoyable, made great time, everything was sound, got parked up, all boss, got to the ground, dead... 
full of the uh, the joys of spring, as it were, and then the drive back was bleak, real, <laughs> real bleak. And yesterday was equally as bleak. Like, and then I seen Liverpool's official Twitter account like put, oh, next match Real Madrid, and I was like, oh, please, please go away for <laughs> a minute. The next four matches, fixture list from hell. This, by the way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah without a shadow of a doubt. Steve, how are you doing? I'm all right, mate. Yeah, not not too bad. I had the I had the pleasure of of the watch along, so. I had, I had that out my system. I'd done the show, done that one, went home, uh, didn't do anything to do with footy at all. So yeah, I was, I'm, all, I'm not too bad. I must admit, Saturday was pretty grim. Um, I, I did get told off by my son to cheer up. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, 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 I was away, so I watched, I watched the game on, on, the, on the laptop and then I decided to shut it down. I was like, right, look, we're away. Just going to focus on being away and enjoying ourselves. And um, we were out later, later having a having a, a drink, and some random person, this random woman, just heard the accent and was like, "Oh, from Liverpool? Oh, are you into football?" And I was like, "Nope, <laughs> not today. Uh, not really. No. Are we ready to play?" I was like, "Oh, if, if I, this is my this is this is sexism on my part. You know why? Because if it was a man, I'd have said, get lost. I'm not interested in talking to you about it.' But I was just being more generally pleasant, and and she went, "Oh." That result, eh? And I was like, I, don't, I haven't got this. And I just said, she just said, yeah. just my shoulders just slumped and my good mood just evaporated. And then she, I. I only up Sean Dice's man. I mean, that's what she Got that in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're shite, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as, as it was, that was pretty much what I said anyway. But yeah, hmm. I couldn't avoid it. I uh, tried my best to switch off and, and go again. Anyway, let's uh, talk more about it then, eh? Let's talk about Bournemouth 1, Liverpool 0. And yeah, Chris, we're we're still this team. Uh, yeah, team, like, I'll be honest, this. right? I I don't think it's as bad as what my people have been talking about this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say that straight off the bat because I've just because you've been ill all no, week, no, and this no, is perspective. It, it might be, <laughs> it, but like Liverpool did enough to win that game of footy. Like Liverpool created enough opportunities. They had four big chances. They missed all four of them. Two of them were Virgil van Dijk. One was Diogo Jota. One was Mo Salah. You know, Bournemouth created hardly nothing. We had 15 shots throughout the game. You know, we had about 70% of the ball. Like, you, you, you've got to be able to take the results away from it sometimes to be able to analyse a football match and look at it. It's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Liverpool, I'm not saying we're great here, by the way, mm. and I don't think Liverpool were anywhere near their absolute best. But, like, it's also nowhere near as bad as what people have been telling me it's been. Yeah. And that's the thing that sort of frustrated me this week about Twitter and, and the weekend and stuff. Now, it'd be different for you, Dan, because you're there. You know, you, you've you've put so much of your life going in there and you want to see a Liverpool win like everybody does. But Virgil van Dijk could have had a hat-trick mm. quite easily in that game. You know, um, Mo Salah misses our first penalty of the year. I, I mean, I, like, are yeah. you kidding me? It's March. I had thought well, like... when he got the penalty, I was like, all I had when it's coming upon it, it's a year since we've had a fucking penalty. He can't be very well practiced in these at this point. It's like, when was that? You know, and, and I know we had two penalties. Well, we had, we had two penalty shootouts in the uh, in, in the cup finals. But I was thinking I had bad bad vibes of him stepping up. Of like, he just hasn't had to do this in in that long. And mm. that's the the wonderful most Liverpool thing about this season is going basically a year without getting a penalty and then missing it is just kind of exemplifies the season. But I I, I Liverpool's, problem, Liverpool's problem is you know we've been saying this for a few weeks now. They are just lit up by a goal and mm-hmm. when they can see the goal they're deflated yeah. I hated Trent's saying um, they want, they it, want more. it more than us that, that's that's an, that, that's an indictment no that's, that is an indictment because that can't happen no that, that just that just can't happen um, I disagree by the way I thought we were dreadful I thought it was as bad as all of the losses we've had and 
I think the Brighton big one the, was the, ten times. Yeah, worse. oh yeah, Brighton, Brighton was worse. Ten but, times, but, worse. but they're well better than Bournemouth. So it's 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 Bournemouth is shit. Like the crap, and mm. you know, we made Dom Solanke look like the best holder player anyone's ever seen before. Dom Solanke's a good player, mate. He's, you know, he's not shit. And he's not shit. Okay, shouldn't be doing okay, that. He okay, be doing he's that. fine. He's he's fine. He doesn't. He, he shouldn't do that. And the I agree. The Van Dyke chances are the Van Dyke one. It, it's good that we made it, but he, it's a sitter. He missed. Jota's chance is the handball, isn't it? Let's be fair, that's going in. So there's not much he can do about that one. Other than that, really, I didn't I didn't think we had a plan. I thought Liverpool smacked of, of desperation and panic. I thought the subs kind of just su- su- suggested as much. I I, I sat yeah, I, I sat watching put, sorry, very quick. Yeah. I sat watching from probably when the subs came on to the end, and I've got no idea how we were trying to score a goal. I, yeah. I don't know what I don't oh, know what listen, the plan was. That's absolutely that's absolutely true. Because I think look, ultimately I think it's one of those weird situations where I I I agree with Chris in the overall over, overriding sense of it, and a lot of this is born of we're just too like this, and we're, mm. we're just as guilty of anything. It's what being a fan is. You you lead with your emotions. We just beat our biggest rivals by seven goals, and we've been like pigs in shit as a result of it, which <laughs> has been great. I don't think it was. I think a little bit of the post match of this is exacerbated by you've not just got the disappointment, then you've got loads of like man, you know, like Gary Neville doing like the fucking the final score thing, yeah, final, final score, and you've got like fans going trying to have a laugh back at the seven nil stuff, which honestly. It's a, it's it's a it's a desperate look, boys. It's a desperate look. Um, you got beat seven now, just fucking sitting on it for a bit, like, um, particularly when they obviously drop points themselves. But that that exacerbated it. But I was the fit. The first half an hour, I just thought we were brilliant. I thought we, you know, we were. It was what I'd seen in recent weeks, where we were, we were dominant, we were in control, we were fluid, we were creating stuff. Everyone was having fun. It looked like a game totally within our sphere of influence. But which is where Chris's point comes in. We are fragile, mm-hmm. and when there's that one where Fabinho misplaces one and Trent's forced to go and engage, and he tries to hammer it and basically gives the ball away, and they go on the counter, and we survive because he goes around the keep and puts it wide. And I don't think psychologically we recovered from that moment for the rest for the rest of the game. And your point about the substitutions is right, Steve. But that's a we're throwing every, we're just throwing the kitchen sink at it by yeah, by the yeah, by but, the subs, yeah, by, should, by 20, 28 minutes to go. Yeah, or whatever. shouldn't be. That's the point. Like, no, you know, but you yeah, the, but you're what, criticizing the use of substitutions and then how and how it didn't look like it was a plan. It wasn't. We were throwing all our attacking lads. Yeah, on the that's pitch what, by that point. No, yeah, yeah, which is which is again, I think it's, it's stupid. Like there's ways to be Bournemouth. There was ways. To, I I just think Liverpool got in their own heads a bit. They got in their own way a little bit. I actually think because the start of the game, when I go back to it before, it was so easy. It felt like they they just thought that we're going to score at some point. We'll just keep doing this, and at some point we'll score. Van Dijk was getting his head on every single time the ball went in the box. Mm-hmm. It was easy. We were keeping the ball. They were offering nothing going for. There was but there wasn't anything coming back at you whatsoever. Other than like you say, the one where Trent's pass with the Fabinho thing. So I thought Liverpool's got a little bit complacent, a little, and then it become easy, and then they score. And unfortunately, at this moment in time, like, I have to say, like that mentality, mentality monsters thing doesn't exist this year. Like mentality mouse, mentality mice. It's, mm. That's what we are. It, it, they can't handle adversity. They crumble yeah. under the face of adversity under anything. Mm. The best wins all this season really have come when we've been winning. Like listen, they did it against Newcastle very early on in the season when they when they, they scored a very very late winner. But more often than not, if you score against us, we're done. You, yeah. we, we look did good. We, did we? Did we crumble under adversity in that game? 
on Saturday. <laughs> my, my biggest issue with Saturday <laughs> is that how many times we've seen that game play out in front of every eyes this mm, season. Yeah. Like, we should know that playbook by now. We should know what that looks like. We've been to Nottingham Forest away. It just smacked the Nottingham Forest game all over again. It was the early kickoff. It was the same kit, that godforsaken kit. It just had all the hallmarks of that again. And we did. We were, we were un, unable to stop it unravelling in front of our very eyes. And that's my biggest issue. We've got no one on that pitch. And it's a pitch full of winners who were able to say, this can't happen today. This isn't going to happen today. Not today. We're going to make the most of this opportunity. And it was an opportunity in the top four race. And instead, to your point, we don't respond to setbacks. I've said it for a few weeks now about our fragility and the fact that the first big moment has to go our way for us to succeed in a match. This one wasn't even a goal. It was that chance. Yeah. They go, Allison's really well to push him wide. He can only shoot into the side netting, which is great, but we get away with it. But from that moment on, our confidence went from up here to on the floor. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like getting rocked, wasn't it? You know what I mean? You're in a fight. Yeah. It always going your way until someone lands a blow on you, and it and either you you get knocked down to the floor. You're not. It's not. It's not unlike a knockout blow, but you go, ooh, Hang shit! On. I'm actually going to have to be a little bit wary of this and that. So I I agree with that. For me, it played out like countless Burnley games that we've had over over the years. You know, and the the only problem with that is that we've got all our attacking lads available now, and that should we should be more resistant to that because we should have more different ways more ways to win. The penalty, I think, maybe skews that a touch because, like as you say, Diogo Jota, if the guy doesn't have his arm up, it goes in the top bin and we've equalised and maybe that changes the flow. Mm. As soon as you miss the penalty, that's when it's like, it, it feels utterly hopeless and same old, same old. But I don't know. I, I, um, I've i seen, I've just seen that game. and I, I've seen that game this season in, in, in much as we kind of blow ourselves out after half an hour. They get a little bit more of a fuzzle. They're a little bit more energetic. There doesn't week. I like, oh, well, they, they adapt to what we're doing in an attacking sense and that whole let the players sort it out on the pitch thing that's what this team's not very good at doing mm-hmm. anymore is figuring out creative solutions and that's games where you remember you've got an 18 year old centre mid and a 19 year old centre mid in the team who shouldn't be the ones who have to grab the game and turn the creativity around that's where you do miss a Thiago and you do miss a Jordan Henderson but we're in a situation Chris where we've it looks right now like there's four midfielders that we trust to play in games and the that's does cause problems look this is what it comes back to though isn't it is that that's a problem of our own making mm. where the, where the guys who went in there without getting their backups for the midfielders and you know in in the summer and then in January mm-hmm. so this is a bed that they've got to sleep in unfortunately and you know it's a fr- it's frustrating as a Liverpool fan because you can see the problems and where they exist but like you put Jordan Henderson in there from the start or you, you put Thiago in there if he's not injured and stuff. Does it make Van Dyke perform any better? I'm not sure it does anymore. That's the worry. Like, Van me, Dyke looks shit. The issue we've got uh, as the manager, and I don't know how he fixes this, is that it, it's the up and down nature of not only the team but individual performances mm-hmm. and also you can't legislate for some of the stupid things they do. Mm-hmm. That isn't coaching. That's just not... like No one's ever taught Virgil Van Dyke to go wandering over there and then come back and then not tackle them and then fall over and not make the run. No one's ever told Ibu Canate to not get his balance right. Or tra- like That doesn't happen. That's on the players. You need to say that. Like, the manager's got some stick and I think, in, I think some of it from the weekend is actually justified. But he can't. There's some things that he just can't like. He can't legislate Mo Salah putting his penalty in, in the stands. Yeah. That, that that just he can't do it about that. The sub he made won him a penalty, and and we should you know, like yeah. that, that which is fair enough. So there's a bit of it on Jurgen. I think in hindsight he'll regret doing the Bachetta Jan Elliott in the same midfield thing. Yeah. I know he's got Hendo was ill. I wonder if you asked him again, he'd probably rethink that. I think maybe even Milner. Yeah. Maybe he should he, he, he might regret that. But other than that. 
like I say, the, the, the worrying thing for me, Paul, is that if Van Dijk, if Van Dijk scores that header that clears off the line, we'd have won that game 5-0, 4-0. <laughs> we yeah. would have. But, and that's a problem in, in itself because carry on, just carry on yeah. and carry on and carry on. They got, they got rocked once and they shit themselves mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the tempo slows and, you, and everything slows down. I think a lot of it just, just and, and Trent's comments are telling. That's that's something like you can't win Man United seven 0 and then the same lads ten ten of the same eleven five six days, days later whatever get beat by Bournemouth. That there's clearly not an ability problem. Mm-hmm. It's it's clearly mm-hmm. up here, yeah, isn't it? And that's yeah. that's something that I don't know. Is that is that better or worse? I don't know. But it's 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 something that needs to solve because Forest Brighton. Wolves, even Palace was a shit show away. Yeah. We mm-hmm. just looked at they were just they were that lad could have scored two goals. He was just crap, the striker. Now here's another one. They just can't even score a goal away from home. Never man win a game. Yeah. So there's, well, there's, there's, you, there's a big problem. There. And this this goes back to done it is that we've got we've got the attacking talent to put to win these games, but when it doesn't, when you, when you don't take your chances, you don't win footy matches, do you? And that was true when we had a boss a boss the established front three the best in the world and blah 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 it that's what the real frustration on this is that someone there should have had the quality and it goes back to Jota's a great example of this it's another Diogo Jota since his return performance where in an all-round sense he doesn't quite look sharp he's no I, I mean I know he, gets, he comes he's not like a direct replacement for Nunes is he but he's, he's he comes on half time yeah exactly mm. so he's he's not like we're not losing. We didn't lose Darwin's pace down the wings immediately for having him in there, but we've done that previously where we've we've brought him on, on the left, and he's not. He's just nowhere near as electric, but he's dangerous. He gets into the right areas. He's got he's got a really wicked eye for goal, but that's like three games on the bounce now where he's had one of our best chances and just not been able. And it's getting frust- it's frustrating because again, it's a guy's arm that keeps him from scoring, keeps him from scoring his goal. We could really do with it just clicking for him because he's the perfect example. Of what we're talking about, the goal will ch- will change his out- his outlook massively. And then you've got a guy who you're bringing on who's got match winning potential, whereas it just feels like we're we're still in the process of massaging him back into the normal Jota levels. I don't know. Um, the biggest concern for me is that like Bournemouth don't always play a four at the back. And they dealt with it really well. Yeah. It was week, easy. Week. I said, I like said that's the, that's the big thing for me is that like I can understand it if you come up against fucking prime Burnley, right? And they sit in and they do exactly what Burnley yeah, do because yeah. it's what they've been doing for five, six, seven, eight years under Sean Dice before, yeah. before he they leaves. Obviously, it, they? Yeah, yeah. It. yeah, yeah. This is a lad off fucking three days training. Yeah, yeah. That made it look perfection against us. Yeah. Now that that's more concerning for me yeah. than Liverpool not finishing the chances. And it's Gabby O'Neill with all due respect. Like he's nowhere near as experienced as you Sean Dyche of this world. He may well get there, but right now you think, bit of a rookie manager, how is he managing to mastermind that performance against us and nullify everything we do? That can't be right. And also the week before, that... Chris, the, the, that exact team crumbled. Yeah. They were, they were all and, yeah. and a better team. Yeah, they did, yeah. sword. And I said... If you, that helps it, them stay, and that's where I think it hinders us that we beat them 9 They also crumbled. Because I think, you know, when, when yeah. you go and you beat a team 9-0, you, you do go in there with... We never did that to Palace superior, again after that. Exactly, we're yeah. superior than you and all that type of stuff. Mm. And all week, you know they've Bournemouth have had that fucking 9-0. Uh, you know, they celebrated like it, by the way. Look, look, yeah. Yeah. All week, yeah. it's going to be there. They embarrassed you, they this, they that, they this, they that, and, 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 and they raised their game, the f- and that's the, unfortunate. The flow of the game as well, isn't it, is that they are a team scrapping for their lives mm. and all of a sudden they're winning against Liverpool and then again it goes into that point of we're starting to get desperate. They're standing firm, we get the penalty, we miss the penalty and then all of a sudden 
fucking that the cra- the crowds on Saturday because the point they collapse against Arsenal, but they collapse against Arsenal at the Emirates, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's what that's Arsenal with the full force of we're chasing a title down. Anything's possible. You know, you've got to fight against the the narrative of the world, whereas the narrative was all in Bournemouth's favour. There, you feel you've got to. The vibe is. We're gonna do this. We're gonna get something from, from from this game. And look, I I look. I'm not here saying that's right. That shouldn't be. We shouldn't have to talk about this stuff when yeah. Liverpool are playing Bournemouth. But the reality is that that, yeah. it, that that's where it's Can I say that quick, mate? Also, I think if you beat Liverpool one 0 at home, at the end of it, you as a player defender, we their defender should be crawling off that pitch. They should be fucked. Mm. They should be battered and bruised, and they threw the bodies on the line. They didn't have to make. They didn't do anything. They just like kind of apart from that lad, he went off battered and. But he pulled something. Like, yeah, but like that's it. Like, oh, like the two centre halves. It wasn't that hard. That's why that, the keeper's that's... probably a bigger point than that. The keeper I reckon nine times out of ten we actually do win that game. Yeah. And that's where that's why I'm saying it's not as bad as what people yeah. say. I, I don't know, man. Because, because what... there, there are five games this season where we've not deserved anything out of the game, mm. and that I don't think's one of you them. Don't think... <laughs> My biggest concern is all the narrative stuff you pointed out there, Paul, is absolutely spot on. However, that never used to matter. Towards oh God, no, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, but this is the point about this. It goes back to my up and down point. We are not ninety nine point Champions League final no. Liverpool Football Club. We are a team. We are one of them teams that's fighting to finish fourth. And again, the, your weekly reminder that we're not going to box fourth off in the next five games. It's going to get solved on the final day of the season because that's what happens. Because you, if you, if we were good enough to be consistent enough to piss it, we'd probably have. Be, be third. Mm. You know, we'd be Man United. You know, that's where they're, they're the team who found that level of consistency. We will talk about why I think that's not necessarily going to continue uh, on the Bias Footy podcast later. But um, and there's still time because we saw that again in the COVID season. It was the last ten games we managed to mm. put we managed to put together. We're getting tantalisingly close to that being the case. But there is still time to turn it round. And as long as they can take positives from the game, then there is something to build from. But it is a it, it, it's frustrating because the. The Burnley thing is right in so much as, you know, if you, you can make any team disciplined and you can make them sit in and you can get bodies behind. But every team that causes problems this season on the counter-attack, if got fast, aggressive lads who, are just, who, who can actually cover the distance and we, don't, we just don't have enough of them. Look at their goal. Where is everyone? Where's the midfield? The midfield are nowhere to be seen. Trent, you can people can talk about Trent and does he track his man? Blah blah. He's literally got two fellas there. So let's say he goes to the other one. He passes. He passes the guy that he's left one, one way or the other. Fabinho's nowhere near the two young midfielders that we've put in for added a bit of uh, added legs. Harvey Elliott doesn't make that doesn't make that running Bichette. Just nowhere just to be seen. Yeah, you know the whole thing. They're all they're That's all the a mess. Part about it, like. But they've the got they they're another team there, and we. We say what we want about Solanke. We, we like to do this, don't we? We're lads who don't score loads of goals, but he's a he's a good he's a good footballer. Solanke holds the ball play up really well. He's very good on the ball. He's got pace as well to, to stretch you down the other way. And they got Bill and running all day as well. Did that new lads on the on the way? You got man of the, got man of the match. You had pace Utah, to burn. Yeah, 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 you got yeah. pace to burn. They've got plenty of guys there who, who will. So it doesn't take much, and we're forever when our when our confidence goes. That's the problem, is that you know that... They, what's our weakness? Oh, no, our weakness is people faster and stronger than us running at us. Well, shit, what are we going to do? Are we going to go and play loads of men behind the ball? This might have been one of those games where I think this was a hangover from playing Man United and Real Madrid, where we probably should have just gone, let's just, let's just play 45 minutes of being dead solid and control the ball, have possession, knock it around. But I, I feel like we, tra- we treated this like a game that we could win in half an mm. hour. And the problem is when we don't... 
we you are reliant on luck. We normally at that point normally Allison makes a big save down the other end, or the other team score, and unfortunately they they scored, and we had we had a mountain to climb psychologically and physiologically to get back on top. Mm. But I don't know. I, I it felt similar. I think if you were if you were casting a loose glance over it, because it does feel like because I can you can do you can say that started fast, started loads of energy. Started to tire, conceded, looked they looked weak on the counter, conceded a goal, never really got ourselves back up and running again. Fucking rinse repeat. We have done mm. that all this season. But I do, I personally, I know State doesn't, and that's fine. I do, I, le- I lean slightly more in towards that thing of well, it. I'm not saying it was a fucking brilliant performance by Liverpool, for, you know, no nowhere near. But what I'm saying is, I think it's greatly exaggerated how poor it was. Yeah. I think it that, 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 it's still a poor performance. I'm not debating it's a poor performance. I'm just saying it's greatly exaggerated. I think it's, it's because we set the bar so low by literally playing the two worst games. You know, Brighton and Wolves were the worst we've ever. Jürgen said they're neither the worst performance he's ever seen. Mm-hmm. So being better than that, I mean, it wasn't high bar. It's still, it's still crap. The, 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 the worrying thing for me is, like I say, is the it's the away thing now. How how lads you can like for example Darwin. Let's just talk about Darwin for a second. He was unplayable at times against Man United. He couldn't get near him, and yet he looked like he hadn't played footy before. And you know, and that within a week, what what you mean that that that, that the inconsistency? But that was across the whole team. There was lads who <laughs> Van Dijk against Man United and the game before. He looked like Van Dijk of old, mm-hmm. and then he does this. And there's a, there's there's a lot of that in the team. The team is so inconsistent because. The individuals are so inconsistent. Most Salah goes from having the best game yeah. I think he's ever had here. I genuinely think that Man United game is the best he's ever played for us to, to nothing. And it's like, well, how does that happen in the space? Is it just is it getting on a bus and going to a different a different ground? Because that makes no sense to me. I, I can't. I just that's that's the problem. I think everyone. So what are you asking? Why some players are good some weeks and poor another? No, but what I'm saying is that that that, that level of it. Just wondering because that happens all the time for everybody. Yeah, no, no I mean the the the, the vast differences. The high, the highs you, are higher than saying those. Are, are, those guys are the ones who were consistently. Van Dijk had never had a less than a seven out of ten. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, Mo Salah never had it's less weird than a seven to go out of ten. Nine, 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 three. But that's but that's you, you're, you're that right. Doesn't happen. That's where we're at. That's this is the thing. Is that mm. yeah? We we are a team that still is. The core of which is the team that conquered all of Europe and can beat anyone and can beat anyone well on their day, but they haven't got the, they're not the complete package. They're still getting every, they're still getting everything up to speed. You know, it's all well and good. It's like we know how to like the magician who's a plate spinner who knows how to do, it, but comes back to it after a, after a few years. You can get a plate spinner or two, but when you want it, when you want it, when you got the, the full ten and you're trying to make it, and there's, there's kids in the audience, they're putting pressure on you. Oh, that's when it starts to get a little bit a little bit shaky for them and. It reminds me of so many good teams that I've seen but didn't really pay attention to because I was too busy enjoying them not being as good. But like Real Madrid, the last... Well, the two Real Madrid sides that we lost in Champions League finals to were both technically in their own ways like sides that had were supposed to have reached a bit of a crest, weren't as good, I forget where they were in, in Kiev, of course, but they've had a few seasons where they've been off it domestically, hmm. so they've not been good enough to win a league title, but they've got the magic to show up in, in European games and isolated things. Man City had that a little bit in the season where we you know, we, won, we win the league. They're still wiping the floor with God knows how many other teams on the way, you know, and that. Man United would have the occasional season, season like this, and this is where we're at. It's just really fucking annoying because... There's loads of other teams at the moment who just seem to be able to just keep it ticking over on a slightly more regular basis. But 
The nightmare weekend for us, wasn't it? Results-wise. Well, stuff you say like that, that yeah. but Fulham and, Fulham and Brighton both drop points, so, you know. <laughs> Fucking hell. I'm looking ahead. Yeah, I, I, I agree on Steve's point, by the way. It was sublime to ridiculous as far too many of our lads on Saturday. I don't get it. And I think, to take it right back to team selection as well, I think Klopp might have got it wrong with Harvey Elliott. And I love Harvey Elliott. But I think he was bullied. Well, well taking off at half time suggests. No, but I think he got bullied. I don't think it was like, oh, we need to change the formation, we need to change tactics. I think he got absolutely. Yeah, we're only allowed to half time hook players you play on the right side of the eight. Man so that's just handled in that game by Philip Billing, like literally in front of my eyes. Yeah, it was, it was hard. It was hard to watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, though, and again, it's Max, what you were saying about sort of wanting to dominate and be creative. He felt like we went into that with that game plan, but it never materialised. We've got in, we've look, we've got in looking for legs and energy there, haven't we? And hopefully, mm. you know, and the Pachetic continues to be brave on the ball. I thought Harvey Elliott was brave on the ball again when we're good in that first half an hour. Elliott's really good. He's he's, he's there. Mm. He's linking play. He's being creative. He's he's a bit, he's a bit willing body. He's cropping up around the edge of the eighteen yard box. That's what he's functionally meant to do. Yeah. But you're right. When it, the game when the game shifts the other way, he's the guy. He was tasked with get me the ball and I'll launch the counter attack. And it was one of those games where he needed to be, he just needed to be a bit more. My starting position will be 10 yards deeper and mm. I'll just kind of camp it. I'll help us camp in a little bit, but that's experience. He's a kid. Jordan Henderson would naturally shift to do that. James Milner would naturally shift to do that. Probably wouldn't shift back the other way at certain times, which mm. is its own issue. But no, I, look, it, it, it is <laughs> fucking is what it is, isn't it? We need to um, find more consistency. Shock. It's definitely the. It's, it's definitely the answer. It's a bit late now. That, that's the thing, isn't it? Like eight eight league losses, twelve losses, and all comes. That's just isn't us. That, it, 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 it is. It's, it's very very strange. And okay, there isn't a single reason. That's the that's the frustrating thing. If there was just one thing you could fix now that like you just do it, but it's a, it's a combination of like five or six different things. Things don't go your way when things aren't going your way. It's just, and again, this sounds pathetic. Like when I'm not trying to genuinely excuse all the, all the issues that we know and have been there and going back to the summer and transfers and blah, 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 blah. We're here now. And it's very hard to shift the, the narrative. You don't often, like teams don't have shocking, shocking starts of the season then all of a sudden become title challenges. It's very rare. It's not the 80s anymore when you when you could do that. When you could, you know, you could have a win 10 games on the bounce and that would be enough to see your miles clear of everyone else. We, because um, that that vibe, that 10, that round is, is just insanely difficult to do and it's the point. Virgil van Dijk should have scored a header and that's like, that's Virgil van Dijk dragging the team forward, being a great leader from the back. There's one of your experienced players really putting up. And his fight, I, I, there was times when he was being really aggressive. I like aggressive van Dijk. Um, but when when things, then they just don't go in. It's, it's, yeah, feels like, yeah, it's like, it's one of those days, isn't it? And we've said that a bit too many times this season because it's been one of those seasons. I think Steve's right about the mentality. I think that's the, that's the biggest concern here off the back mm. of the weekend. It's not the performance. Because, I, I, again, I, I just don't think it's a, a, as bad as what people are saying. But the mentality thing is massive for me. Yeah. Fragile, I mean, aren't we? It's fra- well, fragile, yeah. But moreover, what Trent said, you know, you said it right at the top there. You can't have someone in your team questioning the motives of everyone else in your team. When you could quite easily question Trent as well. Mm. Like, that's a massive concern. Yeah. You know, you got Virgil van Dijk flinging his arms up in the air. We were just having a go with Bruno Fernandes the week before for doing something similar. You got Trent saying they wanted it more. Well, I get they're in a relegation battle, but do you want to play in Europe, lads, next mm, season? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do you want to come along and maybe challenge for a Premier League title? Do you want to get Jude Bellingham in to get the reinforcements and stuff? We've got just as much to play for, if not more than them, that's, to be quite honest with you. That's our overriding problem sometimes. And it, patience and support 
it from the structure of how Liverpool are set up has been one of our biggest strengths. It's allowed us to build a build something over a number of years. It's not look at look at the state of Conte at Spurs and look at what Mourinho every time Mourinho goes into a club and Ancelotti's a bit like this, you know, they want to come in, they want it all, they want it short term, they want immediate success. The little thing that we've got underlying is that nobody's none of the senior lads' jobs are at stake here. Van Dijk's still going to be playing for Liverpool next season. Trent's still going to be playing for Liverpool. Salah's still going to be playing for Liverpool. You know, Klopp's still going to be the manager. All of these things. And they, they are, by the way, they are brilliant. That's brilliant that that's the case. But when it talks about wanting it more, there is a little bit of, if, if you're telling everyone, don't worry, it's going to be fine. We're going to build again next season regardless. Well, hang on a second. Haven't we just taken the jeopardy out of the season by letting people know that it's all right. To, we don't need to win every fucking game because let's let, you know, they might know that Jude Bellingham's shown up and they might know that what they might already have all these plans in place. And, and it's all the messages now. We're just putting the foundations in place for next season. Great. That's it's correct. It's on attack. No, no, on and off. No, that's that, yeah. That, and that's great for the lads in the dressing room. Brilliant. What a fucking great supportive mentality to have. We're the f- poor fuckers you've got to live here. We're the poor fuckers you've got to put our, put our emotional well-being on the line to watch these. And if they're coming out and saying, well, you know, they want it more, well, yeah, mm. why? Why do they why, want it more? Yeah. Fucking want, you want it more? On, on, the, on last week's show, obviously, we, I won't use the term we used on the Vice Football Cards, but I was saying, like, what we used to think of Arsenal, basically soft. That's what we are now, a little bit. You know, when we Troy Dean, saying they lacked cojones. I bet you there was a couple of Bournemouth lads in there going, they, they bottled that. And that that's a, that's a, that's quite embarrassing for the players. Actually, I think they sh- and Trent having to say what he said. Um, fair enough. If that's what he thinks, going to go and say about it. But it does feel like that we, we've gone soft. Like we are easy to rattle. It's a, a big tackle, a big moment goes against you. A decision goes against you. The crowd get on your back. And I'm not saying like I, I used the word crumble before because I think we crumbled that walls and I think we crumbled that Brighton. We didn't crumble here. It was just. There was no fight. There was nothing coming yeah. back. It was like we. It was like we fell to bit. Yeah. But we were. Ne- it, it just. We just didn't like we were we're, the, we're the Prince Nazim Hamid of uh, of of footy at the Amir moment. Khan, a little bit. Yeah. Amir, yeah, <laughs> you know, but like you know, like uh, 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 Prince Nazim. I say that because he was all flashing flame on his day. Fucking, he kill you. But when he, when he started to get into fights, when the momentum would go against them, he couldn't. He, he didn't know how to how to. He didn't have the the all round ring presence to be able to turn things around. And that's mm. the thing. Show with Real Madrid against us. That's the difference between where we we should be that. Too. Where you go, who cares? As long as there's minutes to be played, we can win this game. And we were, we've been that we, before. Yeah, we have. These players have been that. That's the frustrating thing. We've seen, like, again, you go back to like two or three the last couple of seasons. We that's what we've been, and but that's why it's weird. We won the league. It was loads of them games. Loads but there's, of them but games. Thing, but there's too many lads at the moment who 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 are the support network for that team. And you've got we've got our we've kept the class because you do you keep you keep the goalie and you keep the centre half and you keep the right back and you keep the right winger because they're the well they're your well class footballers you keep them and you build around but the support network around them hasn't been able to yeah. carry the water for them as much in the right way this season and keeps coming back to the genie one stuff I can't beat that I can't, can't be arsed beating that drum again. Because let's be honest, everyone there was loads of people fucking weren't having genie one yeah. when he was at Liverpool, but. You know, Mane was that as well. It's just lads who just go, just give me the ball. Just g- well, give us the ball and I'll hold it up point, for To carry Steez on from the Arsenal, the worst mistake Arsene Wenger ever had, and I've said this before on these shows for me, was when he went from Vieira and Petit and he, and he went to a technical midfield. Mm. Like That's the difference right now between what Liverpool were when they won the league title and what Liverpool are at the weekend with an 18-year-old and a 19-year-old who are about this big yeah. in the middle of the park. Brilliant, you're a more skillful player. Brilliant, you can you can get the ball, you can do a progressive pass much better and it's going to look nice and all this type of stuff. But you're going to win me the game. 
Mm. <laughs> are you going to grab the game by every, every, oh, every game every type of game by the yeah. way yeah. No, that, that's those, the those lads it? can win one type of game like our lads can now they can win certain type and then the minute it goes against you have you got it within you and your skill set to go again and sort of get to grips with a game you're not winning and we yeah. haven't yeah. at Jürgen all Jürgen came into Liverpool and went we're going to get physically faster we're going to get physically bigger and we're going to bully teams and I look at the side that he put out at the weekend and I think that's not bullying me fucking seven year old daughter mm. She's pretty fierce, though, to be fair. She's also eight. <laughs> Even more fierce. Um, yeah, no, it, 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 there's, there's that, isn't it? And again, look, it's easy for us to sit here and feel and, and pull it all apart and, and link every bad thing we've had throughout the season. And why not? That, mm. that's, that The evidence is there. I think it's very easy to link this into the ones that, that have gone before. Um but there is there is a lot there. I don't. I genuinely. I, 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 again, in terms of like collapse, it wasn't that. You know, it wasn't. I don't. I don't think we lack for aggression. I don't think we lack for you know for for, for desire to win it. I think that. And I, you never know because we to pour over a sentence said by a footballer in a post match interview and say like it somehow is a, 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 a you know he could have meant that in a whole variety of of different ways. You know, it could have been the whole enterprise of Bournemouth. You know what I mean with the fans and all that. Might have wanted. But you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying on this is that. I didn't don't think it was well. No, and to be fair, and this is your point that he said they wanted it more. He didn't say we didn't want it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But you can't. You can't just assume. Yeah, they must yeah. Have wanted it, must they? You know. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. Also, to, to, again, we'll move on. Obviously, but like you, 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 you go from your past experiences. It was funny because we saw Man United. I used to getting beat by Liverpool, getting hammered by it, and you saw them. Just, just we opened those wounds back up. Yeah. There's an away from home issue that we've yes. got this season. Yeah. That as soon as it goes against them, it's like and us as a fan base, the opposition know it, so that gives them oh these these crumble away from home. The players in that fucking kit, they all do it. it, it it's just a, there's probably something in the back of their head goes here we go again. We're away from home. We're one nil down. What happened the last time this happened? Well, we didn't score them. We didn't score then, and we didn't score then, and we didn't beat them. We didn't go nothing against them. Yeah. And I wonder if it just if, got if, nothing if, to you call know, upon. Yeah, there's, there's yeah, no yeah. like recall no, to go. Yeah. You remember that game when we when we come back? Exactly. Like, and this, is, this is the point. You go back to my support network points. Our support network for that team is Jordan Henderson, James Milner. Joe Jota technically, although he's, he still feels like a new a new signing, but even though he's obviously not, Thiago to some extent. Well, Virgil, he's but he's when you play in that yeah. shit. But he's not. But he's not that. He's not a trenches kind of footballer, is he? You know, in that regard, and he, I like it when he is. I was saying he has shown a bit more of that in recent weeks, and Fabinho too's kind of dug deep. But it goes back to our forever issue of our support network players now the ones who've replaced Genie Van Alden and the ones who are you know are children and they haven't been there and done it before and they were asking them to be like to hold the whole enterprise up and Mane was, a, was the, probably the perfect example Salah's the star but Mane is the one that you know is a, and Bobby Firmino as well he's no he's not the peak of his past he's not even a starter in the in the team at this point Genie and Mane and a younger Henderson and a younger Milner would be like nah lads just give it here and I'll go I'll go and take it to them for a minute and you'll see whereas these other lads are a bit like well I don't yeah I'm going to go and try this mm. whereas there's no tried and tested around around them anymore so yeah well, we, we, we're going to be having this conversation I think probably once or twice more before the season ends um, we had some super chats while we've been doing this thank you so much for sticking with us uh, Elite <laughs> 6 uh, with five parties great show as per uh, for Madrid we can only hope they're distracted by Darwin's obscene and quite frankly aggressive sexiness uh, the way I often am <laughs> yeah thank you for that uh, Carl G1997 uh, says can't get Trent's word post game out of my head you know, nor, nor 
can stay and now nor can all of us. Um, Toby, <laughs> Toby, the look you gave me then, Toby Lerone. Nice, um, by the way. Yeah, nice. I've seen cryptos more stable than Liverpool's form. <laughs> very on, very on, very on. Twenty twenty. Yeah, it is. That, yeah, yeah. Um, wicked, right? Uh, yeah, we're going to take a very, very short break, and then after that, we're going to be getting anything we want to get off our chests with the agony rants, and we're going to be previewing a huge game of football. Um, it's Real Madrid versus Liverpool in a bit. What's happening? We've got a boss prize for all of our club legend subscribers this month. Uh, it's been 30 years of Liverpool partnering with Carlsberg. They released the special edition Liverpool Carlsberg cans and we have got sets of them to give away. Eight in fact. Uh, to be with a chance of winning them, all you've got to do is either upgrade your existing subscription from Club Captain to Club Legend or head to redmenplus.com and join directly as a Club Legend there. Your name will be entered in and yes, you could have these wonderful, wonderful beer cans in your personal Liverpool collection. Look great on a shelf or a mantelpiece or probably in your recycling bin. Um, Get involved, redmenplus.com. Make sure that you are 18 plus. Uh, only 18 plus people can win this and obviously be responsible with your drinking as well. But yeah, look at them. Are they magnificent? And they could be yours. Hey, yes, welcome back. Um, okay. Agony run time and we, <laughs> we were saying in the break that like it's more sad and apathetic. I I don't feel too bad. My only agony about this so much is that is that I've I've reached the acceptance stage of where we're at. Is that I wasn't too downhearted or too ruined or angry about it because I I know I I know where we're at. The fact that we can still, the fact that we can beat Manchester United and we can beat Man City and we can we can win. We can turn it on in certain games, something, and at least I've got that. At least no one will ever take last week, <laughs> last week away from me. What a week it was! It was just one of the finest weeks of all time of of supporting Liverpool, and um, that's this side has given me that. So I can't be too angry with them because they clearly are capable. But it is a bit like. <sighs> I've been mediocre uh, in uh, a footballing mediocre person for most of my life, so I'm, I know I can score an overhead kick. But by and large, I just I'm just very 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 average. So I don't get I don't beat myself up too much about not being too good. I'm accepting of my level and hoping that more good days will come and I'll have more good games in in the future and stuff. So yeah, my 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 annoyance is that yes, Liverpool aren't consistently good anymore. Um, but I it's just like a general. You're annoyed at the apathy. Yeah, I just want this I'd season. Be angry. I just want this season <laughs> fucking over. Mm. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Yeah, but I probably want it more like in a month's time. Hopefully, by look, we've got we've got Real Madrid, City, Arsenal, and Chelsea to come in the next four, right? Yeah, at least one of those games has got the possible well, well, odds are we'll have an amazing result in one of those games at least. It's possible that we could do it in all four, um, but the funny thing is, it's just amazing good. Like, we could batter all of them teams weirdly. And then like, the week after, we're going to Leeds yeah. and lose. It's fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is the delusion in this fan base is ridiculous. Like, we're going to win all four of those games. No, we are shit. No, I never said we are. I never said, no, at no point there did I say we are going to win those four games. They could said, win one of them. But, but, we're, but it's literally possible because they, they're seemingly the only games we turn up for anymore is the, yeah. is the fucking box office ones. Forever talk about it, Chris, but it's like fucking Hulk Hogan at The Rock at WrestleMania. It's like, do you want to come and do Wrestling Challenge? Do you want to come and do heat? No, you're all right. I'm going to rock up at the fucking at the Hoosier Dome in front of 120,000 people. Thanks. Hit me finish, yeah. Get a big, do a big pose and then get off. That's Liverpool Football Club in 2022, 23. Um, it, it, take it or leave it is all, is all I'll say on that, yeah. So that's where we're at. It's not though. Liverpool Football Club in 2023 goes to fucking New York that's not Madison Square Garden and loses on a fucking Saturday night. And then it goes to Raw and fucking loses in a shit one. <laughs> and then it goes to fucking Friday Night Smackdown and fucking loses in a ladder match or some shit. And then it goes to the big one and wins. So it's not yeah. that like, it's, it yeah. goes every week. It just loses in yeah. between the fucking yeah. big yeah. events. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crap. Um, Agony, I'm that's what I'm saying. The annoyance of it, and Dan touched upon this area. There's like the the fact that some, you know, it happened to us last. I said last weekend was like the the perfect weekend for the pool. We win, Spurs don't win, Newcastle don't win, and it was great. And like, I was, I, I was thinking, uh, come on, at least can one years at least not win? Can at least mm-hmm. one years not win? Yeah. And then you, and then obviously you watch the Newcastle game and and the. And the and then I, I'm getting annoyed at Liverpool. Like, for example, man, you don't be Southampton. And I'm thinking, fuck's sake, Liverpool, you could have been closer to Man United. And I'm getting angry at them again. And it's not their fault. And they've yeah. gone. And it's, po- it's, it's, it's on me. This is a me issue. So I'm angry at myself yeah. for letting them get me this angry. That's my agony rant. That's my thing for all this. I never really get angry about footy because I get I get the elation and I get miserable with it. Yeah, that's I get yeah. Sad, really sad. sad. <laughs> and in some instances I'd rather be angry because angry is a bit like fucking putting the afterburners on, isn't it? You know what I mean? You can you can burn out your system. Quicker, it's like yeah. an, 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 an aggressive flu that you just fucking knocks you on your ass for two days as opposed to just having, oh, I've got a bit of a cold. That's what I'm kind of like. Lingering like, cold. Yeah, 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 I'm just fucking miserable for a, for a <laughs> week. Liverpool have a lingering cold right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was the inevitability of it all for me I touched on it in that break a minute ago the fact that you just kind of knew like for the minute I turned up at that ground I thought hang on something. I've, I've smelt this before here. this is going to happen again and in that 
it's that fucking kit. That man. kit again. <laughs> that <laughs> Can we start my... wearing that? That's my rant. Start wearing that kit. Yeah. It's shit. It looked horrible and we never win in it. Literally. Fucking, you, the green ones, boss, wear that. No one plays in red and green. No. So have we, we won in that kit? Probably not I many. Don't the green one. We have no, the green no, the one, one we have, yeah, the white oh, one. Oh, but no, probably not. I saw this stat on Twitter. I can't remember what the answer of it was. I don't feel like we have. It's not a great record. Arsenal, we wore it. I went to that as well. Nottingham Forest game, we wore it, got beat. Beat on Saturday, innit? God, get it, get rid. Yeah, get that, that's rid. my rant. That's it's not good kids. enough. It doesn't look nice enough to continue with. No, no. no. Does it? Like it's it's, it's obviously proof. jinxed. Wear the green one. And if you come out and say to the fans, listen, I know we promised you we'd wear this kit loads and you've all bought it, but Soz were fucking crap. Everyone would understand. It. Yeah, I think we'd all go, you know, I stand, yeah. But with yeah. that green one that we won in Ajax in, go and wear that. That's a nice kit. Yeah, let's just, like let's just wear that. This, I ate the kit, yeah, that's my that's my rant. Yeah. Maybe the players like, are getting like, Confused by the look at each other, like hypnotized. Like the United runs yeah. past and it spins, and all of a sudden, like Trent Alexander Arnold thinks he's a chicken. It's like, a, like he's been hypnotized by like the fucking fella. There's a Man United <laughs> fan in the Nike factory who's got a magic eye thing, and it's got like lose your wankers. <laughs> 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 it drops up it's like a hypnotic message that encourages. Well, them but there's the new getting beat by Southampton years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You got changed half time, didn't they? Yeah, they look like they're blending in with the crowd. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, again, it's like for being your turns around three times and Javi else hypnotized. Now he's like, he just thinks like. Apparently, I'm a hypnotized to be yeah. a robot. You don't need to track back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says on the minute. Fuck, I guess you're to get the green one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Just where we were super chat while we were chatting from gamers of Sweden. Uh, you say difference between us and Arsenal equal. We are so slow on the ball. The defenders take three or four touches before playing it, etc. We were very slow. Yes, yeah, true. Yeah. It is you're right though, isn't it? It's brave, bravery and, and 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 snappiness in your play and all that kind of stuff. It's like yeah, that's a, that's a, everyone that's a more everyone wants the ball when you're confident. It's confidence, yeah. yeah everyone it is. wants the ball when you're not confident. And it's it, but it's it's just a telling indictment of the fact that again, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain and fucking Naby Keita. Diff, I, 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 and I, I think they're both great players and on the day they're both, they're both very good at football we've had good memories of both, of both of them one probably more one more than the other um, but they are senior footballers who have just been floating around this, or floating mm. around the squad nowhere, nowhere near it on the day getting hooked and being and being castigated by the fan base and all that and now mm. we're getting annoyed when again teenagers are not quite at the standard that we, we demand from our perfect football club yeah. yeah, I thought Cody Gakpo was good again. By the way, just to say on that note, I thought he, I, I was actually quite impressed with Gakpo. Yeah. One of the small positives. He was, Listen, in the field, he he was but it, it, what kind of touched on what we said before about people not wanting the ball? You, you talk about like Mane would be the one to say, "Give me the ball, I'll make something happen." I yeah. saw a little bit of that in Gakpo, and that's what I like from he him. Nearly, he nearly scored a whole Van Basten at the end as well. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 honestly, could have, we could have done with that going in for a number of reasons, but also because it would have been one of the greatest goals yeah. we've ever just, seen. Yeah, it would have been. Just a bit, of, <laughs> a bit of fight and a bit of that desire to say, oh, no, I'm not having this. And he was one of the few that I've seen that from, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that to give him. That disallowed goal would have been a fucking lovely move. Yeah, it would. Two of them knocking offside as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, cool. Come on, let's do it. Real Madrid, Liverpool. Uh, what I've Can't wait white in this one. No, well, that's, that's, that's positive. I, I, I'm going to dub this one an exercise in diligently following your football team, uh, which is very much what it feels like for no, me. These are the these are the fucking best ones to go to. You've lost before you turn up, mm. so anything to fucking bonus, isn't it? You know, Liverpool, Real Madrid. It doesn't matter whether you're three goals down or not. This should be the one that everyone wants to go to. Yeah, you know, you do not want to travel to fucking Bournemouth. Trust me, and trust Dan on that one. Like that. If you win against Bournemouth, you've just done your job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there's no yeah. big fucking yeah. releases yeah. there, you know what I mean? You, you win against Real Madrid and Liverpool go through. That's the best fucking Where's ever. Where's this is, mate? You get to go to the Bernabeu again. 
have a nice little mooch around Spain. Yeah. This there's like this, this again. I, I saw Christian Walsh tweet it this morning. Like you know, the days that we still have. People come. Oh, we've got to go to Real Madrid. Have we? Like, we're going yeah. to fucking Real Madrid. Like it, it's it's a fucking and, thing. And that's my thing on this is it. it Similar to Barcelona, albeit it's completely flipped, and the challenge is just so much bigger as a as a result. Um, but that thing of you know we went to that Barcelona game because neither of us particularly wanted to go and watch Liverpool play Barcelona at Anfield. In so much as a, with you know Liverpool can't possibly do this; they can't win. So we're just going to go and as a you just go, go and support our team. Yeah, we're going to continue to do what we do. We're just going to turn up and we're going to support the team because that's our role as as fans. That's what our job our job is in this. Um. And there's a bit of that going for it, whereas I'm quite looking forward to, the, to to going. I'm looking forward to going to see Madrid again. I'm looking forward to going and watching the football. I'm going to the burn about all those things. Um, but yeah, it's I'm not going there with like with hope in my heart or like any like this burning thing that it's definitely on or we're going to do it. The lads are going to have to go and do something there. You know, it, it's up to the lads on the pitch now. We're going to be up in the gods in the burn, in the burn about presumably. And it's going to be this hostile atmosphere against the fucking kings of Europe and all that kind of shit. And we're going in as huge underdogs. And that's Liverpool have been there before. Again, it's there's no expectation, which is can be a freeing thing in its own way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's yeah, a, you get an early goal though. You get an early goal and fucking anything's possible. Yeah. I think Liverpool can easily score three goals against Real Madrid. My problem is, I think we'll concede five. Yeah, like that. Uh, that that's the other thing. Like mm. you know what I mean? It's it's they're keeping the door shut at the back for Liverpool at the moment because we're just a shit show defensively, yeah. aren't we? That's that's what it comes down to. And you know, with Vinicius Junior and, and and the attacking talent that they've got and Benzema and all them lads, they're going to score goals against us, and that's why Liverpool, I think, are out of this contest. Is because they're going to score two goals in this game, and we we'd need to score five, mm. and I'm not sure we can score five. What what we probably need something to go in our favour dramatically early on. I'm talking like a sending off. Or oh, something. you need Courtois and Bourne. Yeah. Courtois to do a Nick Pope or something. Genu- genu- like, listen, I, I think it's possible without that. Don't get me wrong. I think us scoring the amount of goals required is possible. I agree with you, Chris, in terms of the chance of us keeping a clean sheet or anything looking like a clean sheet is pretty much impossible. I'd say. Um, I'd love to be pleasantly surprised on that, but yeah, I think. For me to have any real hope, I went into the Barcelona game with no hope, by the way, let's put it that way, but I actually got a ticket on the back of somebody not fancying it because they thought game done. So I went in his place and <laughs> more fool him on that one, obviously. But yeah, I think for this one to go in our favour, I do think we do need like a Courtois or a, a Militao or someone to do something stupid early on and get sent off. I've just had to look at Real Madrid's lineup from the weekend because I was trying to work out whether you could get a psychological hint as to how they're feeling about this and whether they've gone strong. And I was like... I They've gone pretty strong there. They had so they had a, they had Chiumeni, uh, Modric, and Cruz as their midfield as a starting midfield three. They all they all come off. Balverde, Rodrigo, and um, Vinicius as their attack. And then I was like, okay, and, and then I was like, the defense. Rudiger was on the bench. Militao is yeah. It starts as the centre half. Carvajal's the right back side. Nacho was the other centre half. All right. Camavinga played left back for them. He does that. Yeah, I mean, Alaba's injured, so they, but they're going to get Mendy back, aren't they? Yeah, that's the, so, Mendy, yeah. Was that the first game they've won since they beat us, by the way? The form's been dodgy they've since. Been, they've yeah. been pretty fucking shit since they beat us. Mm. But that, the, the problem I've got with, and the Barca thing, what well, you mentioned the Barca thing, it's the obvious comparison to make here is that Barca did crumble. Like, I, I don't know, we've talked before about being mentally strong. Is they a more mentally strong team in the world than, this, than Real Madrid? They showed it like, and they show, well, even last year, mate, they were out. Five times yeah. they were out against Chelsea. Three times they were out against PSG. They were out against Man City. Out against Man City. They're a set an inch away from being out. They got back. We back, we battered them in the final, 
they are so mentally tough. We saw it in the first leg with yeah. the, the down two, mm-hmm. and anyone else. We've seen we've seen City and we've seen other teams just absolutely fought a bit at Anfield. Yeah. They are so mentally tough. You say an early goal, of course it helps, Chris, but I don't think it bothers Real Madrid. No, but I don't, think, I, I don't think you can rock them. What you can it's do? It's not about bothering them, though, is it? It's about it's literally just the balance of game. You, yeah, yeah, you've yeah, got yeah. to score a goal. If you if you if it's nil nil and you're you're hoping to turn that round. You need to get a goal in the first half, definitely. You know, just for Liverpool to have any chance at all. It's not about making Madrid crumble. It's about giving Liverpool belief that it's worth running See, the extra I, I, yards. I'm, I'm not sure I agree. I think, like, I think if anything, you, as long as, I, I think the most important thing is don't concede in the first half. I don't think no nil at half time is that bad. If it means right, you got 45 minutes to go and fucking go and go and hmm. go. That's all right. I'm with Chris. I think we can we can score in base. We could put three passes in twenty minutes. No, I've got no problem with that. We it's the back door's got to be closed. I we had John Welsh, didn't we, for the first nine points, and he said I'll play Milner at right back in this one, mm-hmm. and I just say, listen, we are not letting a goal in. We're not letting a goal in, and then we with half an hour to go, we'll try and blitz it. That makes sense if you think Liverpool could be strong defensively. That's the main worry. Yeah. I I like it happened against them. I, I, I think back to the Chelsea game when when um, Aurelio scores the free kick and we, we get yeah. two back mm-hmm. and you can put the shits up to them a little bit but Chelsea did respond. That's that's one way of going about it. But I just think I don't think like I don't think the early goal thing it helps. Listen, of course it helps, but we're not out the game and we just need to. If they think, score, we're fucked. I think the approach is is look. I think. I think you do. If you think if you're gonna win this game, I mean, I mean to win the tie, mm-hmm. you've got to score early because you need to. You need to. It's the again. It's about the fans and it's about it's about all the other bits of it. It's about the team. It's not about Liverpool winning this game in half an hour because if we try to win it in half an hour, we'll fucking lose it. It's about get your goal and then do what you're saying of like go start fast, start energetic, get in the face, see if you can get that goal because you need to know that you can score against them in the Bernabeu and their fans need to know you can do it and then. You just then you try and sit, you try and be solid, you try and soak it up because again, if we because uh, sorry, sorry, just for finish, Chris Villarreal, that's where they fucked it against us last season. Was they they blew themselves out and they got to half time. Remember me and you saying this at half time? They got something to lose now, and that's where where our psychological issues I don't think would help us is that being three 0 up at half time doesn't <laughs> doesn't suit Liverpool. No. We could just do with having a little bit of a little bit of skin in the game. And get to half time with knowing that we can score, knowing that we can keep a clean sheet, and then anything's possible from there. Yeah. Okay. No, so I think I agree with what you're saying there, Paul. To be honest with you, I think the, the biggest thing for me is if we go out and we have to blitz in half an hour, our back door is fucking wide open. Yeah. We'll so yeah, that, that that's the thing for me is yeah, yeah, yeah. you just got to slowly and steadily gather your goals <laughs> without leaving the fucking back door wide open. Which mm. is why I think it's important to get a goal. Certainly first half, definitely. I think somebody's just said that, but yeah. most importantly, you just you can't leave yourself in a position where you're throwing the kitchen sink with fifteen to go because you are just going to unless goal. it's worth it. Unless, unless it's, it's worth it, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What, yeah. It, it, but that's one goal. Yeah, you know, if you if you're be, yeah. half an hour to go and you three, you still need three goals. You're getting done on the counter. Yeah, mm. this Liverpool's yeah. either getting done on the counter. Yeah, it's it's that's the that's the thing with with it being Madrid is that there's no ideal way of going about this. The fact that you need to go from four, you need to score three. <coughs> score, right, lads, what we need to do, we need to go and score three goals against one of the best goalies in the world. Oh, but by the way, you can't let a goal in either. It's it, you know, it's it's Rafa's blanket situation, isn't it? Like, what what do we do here? If we put put everyone there, well, we can't defend. Well, let's put everyone at the back then. Well, we need to score three goals. Yeah. It's a it's a real tricky challenge for them, and I I think we'll I think a starting lineup will be I think it'll actually be quite conservative. I don't think Harvey will play. For, I think he'll go for a more solid midfield three. Mm-hmm. I think Jürgen's plan will be we just 
we can't get we can't be out to what's the point of them scoring in the first 20 yeah, and yeah. It's, a, it's just a dead the, rubber the two add, subs sorry the two subs that were telling I think from the weekend were Sense and Fab you mean oh actually no but they're the four so <laughs> <laughs> was not risking Jordan Henderson mm-hmm. and taking Darwin Nunes off because Darwin's the one in this one if you're going to kill them on the counter attack then he's that he's his plan. The plan is to have him be what Vinicius Junior is going to be for them, isn't mm. it? And that's that's one of the things I think we'll be we'll be kind of clinging on. He gives Trent a little rest to deal with because he's got Vinicius on the on the yeah. way. Yeah. As well. yeah. If we, if we can get in at half time, still in that contest, like I'd probably take that right now. And by in the contest, I don't mean the three goal deficit anymore. I mean there has to be a two goal deficit for me. Yeah. Whether it's two one to us or one nil to us, whatever way it looks, has to be a two goal deficit at half time. I think you leave yourself too much to do chasing three goals second half. Yeah. You're just exposing yourself to a very good side. The only thing I would say on the first goal thing and the early goal thing, I don't think anyone. I might be wrong here. Feel free to shoot me down. I don't think anyone truly expected that to happen to Barcelona that night, just to watch them capitulate in front yeah. of every eyes. So if we do score first against Real Madrid we, we did shock them a little bit at Anfield a couple of weeks ago yes they responded brilliantly but who knows at some point that might happen to them you were on the ropes it might no happen way. to them and I think we may as well go there and give it our best shot and say listen if we score one so we get a second one quickly they might start to panic you just never know but yeah. they don't look like it right now they've got yeah. Modric and Cruz like the coolest people in world football but you just never know yeah, to Chris's point earlier since beating us uh, they drew one all at home with Atletico Madrid who, who had a man sent off as well they lost the first leg of the Copa, Copa del Rey mm. semi-final at home, one nil to Barcelona. They drew nil nil away with Real Betis, and then at the weekend they beat uh, Espanyol by three goals to one. So yeah, you mean to the point their 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 form hasn't been. Betis, Luckily, we Betis think great How are Betis like drawing with them? Like they got an absolutely battered by United last week in the Europa League. Mad, isn't it? One eye on the Europa 48 League. 48 It's like what you said before, though, about Madrid not really sort of conquering their own league, but yet still having all this power in the Champions League. They are the epitome of that right now, aren't they? The nine points behind Barcelona. Yeah. And Barcelona are fucking rubbish. That's As well, they have knocked out the Europa League by United again the other week. It's like... That's the thing that most annoys me about Real Madrid, is that I can look at them and go, and Vinicius is absolutely terrific. Obviously, Benzema, if he's fit and available, he's a tremendous footballer. Loads positive to say about the likes of Valverde, Kuzma, Modric, every all the words that can be said about how good they are have been said by better, more eloquent people than me. Good goalie, all these kind of stuff. No, no, but I'm going to put the league as shit, thing, and that's the thing that really fucking annoys me is that they don't they don't play good teams week in week out. The level of La Liga is is significantly lower than the level of the Premier League, and again, in terms of the pace and the physicality as well, we can go into the technical side. Fine, It's, it's a more technical league than the Premier League, but and they're not in. They're not the best team in their league. The best team in their league, I think, we're miles better than. And that, re- that again, mm. why, why can't we just fucking beat Real Madrid? Why can't we? <laughs> why can't we just fucking beat Real Madrid? Like, it really, really annoys me. And I hate the fact that it's almost like we made a deal with the devil to have this European Cup magic. But the only caveat to that was that someone who's got more European Cups than us gets more. And that's you know we we we've agreed to like a, a a charter European charter that if you've got more than five European cups then you've got a you've got a or you've got a, a degree of magic that will work in your favour but it works incrementally upwards the more mm. European cups you've got I would love to smack these pricks everywhere and just and you know and give them a real taste because the, I think the 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 press stuff's going to be interesting today and tomorrow and I'll be interested to see how it's being talked about over there. And whether there is a, a what their what their fans treat it like, their players will treat it like a, a football game. They're very professional. But is there a world where they are 
thinking that there's job done and can we can we therefore catch them with the pants down a little bit? I fucking wish I really I really do, but it would be I'm the greatest gonna, result. I'm just gonna drink better some, than Barca. Drink some wine and eat some tapas and. Where will yeah, it you'll love it. Yeah, you'll love it. It would be, it would be better than Barca. It would be, be our greatest ever win, wouldn't it, in Europe? Yeah. 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 It would. It, and I it's mad because we've won six finals in this competition. Uh, away from home, 5 it, 2. Mate, it, would, it would be. I mean, the champion. That's the thing. That's why it pisses me off a bit as well because I. Does it, I'm 99. We draw someone shit in the next round yeah, and go yeah. off. Though. I'm 99. Point, yeah, I'm 99.9% sure we're going to lose. But there's something about us. Yeah. And I'd rather just be accepting of it. But there's something that you keep saying before we've got no. I'm saying, oh, we've got no chance. And then there's a little part of me that you're just going, you liar. You think you can do this? I'm like, <laughs> you know what? You're yeah. fucking right, I do as well. No, I, <laughs> Why do I? Because <laughs> you're an idiot. Yeah, yeah, I am. And it's Liverpool. And, and we're, we're all idiots. Yeah, and, and I agree. So but much. I totally agree with that. I mean, look, well, I'll, 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 look, I'll make a public video as well. I genuinely, I genuinely do think we can go through here. I, I, I can't because... Of we can. But like, yeah. we won't. Mean, no, 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 but, uh, <laughs> no, no, exactly. But what I mean is... So I'll put your money where your mouth is. Or it's, po- it's posturing, isn't it, from a lot of this? Because we all have that because we've seen it happen too many times. We've seen too many mad moments. And this, you know, the Champions league is mad for these moments like they've happened loads of times you know comeback stories and teams you know you think of Roma and Barca there's loads of these things where you know Barca needing seven against PSG or something stupid mm. these things can happen but like they're re- asking they're... to go to the burn about yeah. it would be it, it would top all of those their be, records in recent years in, in, in knockout games is not, not great I mean ultimately they get through because they get to loads of loads of finals but they don't Comfortably win both legs, and, and you know they don't steamroll the teams to get through to get through to those finals. They have been, they have been relying on the magic and all that kind of stuff. And be nice if that actually just finally came to an they're end. So mentally tough, aren't yeah. they? That's what they yeah. are. They are, they are so resilient. They are. You talk about winners. They're just every one of them has got medals galore hanging off them. They are just so tough. That's the thing. Like it's hard to rattle them because he, that and that's that's why. I think it would be the greatest thing ever because to go to their ground against this team who've won this competition a bazillion times and put the shits up them, that would take some performance. Somebody in a red shirt is going to have to play out of their skin. Good. And listen, we've seen them do it. If Mo Salah plays against like, he's, like he played against Man United, mm-hmm. he'll, be, he'll score goals against these and he'll do well against them. But it's, it's just so big a challenge. But like I say, it's 99.9% certain it's, like, it's going to be wrong. But like, there's a little part of me, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm going to be involved in it. I'm going to be supporting them. And it's more, it's more hope than expectation. But fuck it, why not? Yeah. Who's the best European manager ever? Is it Ancelotti? Yeah. I think it might be. Yeah. yeah. Do you mean in the European Cup, Champions League? Yeah. Well, it is. He's, he's a contender for the best manager might, ever. Yeah. yeah. People downplay him. Like he's done some stuff. Him. He's done the, the Everton job for one was one of the things he did. But what a manager! Like, phenomenal. Everyone else, like you look at Pep Guardiola, you look at Jose Mourinho, you look at Jurgen Klopp. They've all got a way of doing it. Mm. Ancelotti just looks at it and goes, the other players I've got, okay, we'll play four four two today. Yeah. Or we'll play four four two with Napoli because that's they're the players that I've got. And I'll, and I'll go, well, different we'll play countries three at the back. as well. Yeah, well different different, country, three yeah. at the back for AC Milan. We'll just do it that way around this time. Get Everton playing get, well. He can get anyone to win in whatever formation. Yeah. He hasn't got like a playbook. He's the fucking best. It's that fucking mm. eyebrow, mate. It's the, it's eyebrow. the eyebrow. He's so, so and chill he's flatlined and cool. the whole time. Like yeah, you how? mean, like how? <laughs> you're, you're beating Liverpool at Anfield five two. Not a murmur. 
Nothing. Not a single you moment. You fucking hook him up to equipment. He's not even fucking alive. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I really like him. Like, he's I never bad to take him he's on, amazing. but I really like him. He's some, some manager. Like, yeah, for, yeah. And like I say, getting Everton playing well might be his greatest achievement of all. By the way, he's done some, he won some trophies. But he got them playing half decent for a bit. Yeah, that might be his, uh, his crown and glory. He, um... He's not into league titles, though. Doesn't do it for him. League no. titles don't do it for Carlo. He's... he's... Well, yeah, I mean, in with the the cigars out last season was there and the, and the shades and stuff like, <laughs> but it differed slightly. But yeah, the look, the mission the mission for Liverpool here in reality is win, go and get a positive result in the Bernabeu. That's what I'm. That's what I want, and that's what I actually I'm going to look. Like I say I expect that from Liverpool. I don't, you know, I, I, that might be right or wrong because obviously Real Madrid. And we say this plenty of times when you're playing boss teams at home. You can play at your absolute best and they can still beat you. But we're more than capable of beating any team on the planet. We need the stars to align a little bit more than maybe I think anyone would like. But if we can go there, and I don't care if it's 1-0 or 2-1 or 3-2 or whatever, I want us to walk away. I want us to be able to walk away with our heads held high. And it goes back to my earlier point about, about the next season thing of just letting everyone know that what we're doing here is on the right track. Because you can, I think you can write off the United thing a little bit because you know not to go full talk about on it, but like seven 0 was such a, an outlier that it wasn't totally you know it, it became a bit of a we were just running up the score a little bit by the end. But when you add that with the man with beating Man City earlier on in the season, then if you can so if you can get a good result against Real Madrid, y- your messaging's easier. I think for the team, it says we're not the finished article here, we're not the real deal, but keep doing what you're doing. Keep listening to us. Keep the work going. Keep trying. Keep you know. Keep keep the, keep their training levels as high as we can. And these days are going to come more frequently. And that's what's on the line. Is I think it's I think it gives us a platform for the rest of the season because then to that point there's nothing left. Then hmm. the distractions are gone. If we if we go out on Tuesday, then or when when Wednesday Wednesday when we go out on Wednesday, there's nothing but top four. Then you know there's no there's no more lingering. With any of them at the weekend, got one eye on. Mm. Oh, I want to make sure I'm in that game to go and give my all. That that's all gone. They've got it all. All they've got it all to do in the league. And then when you get to the end of the season, you get to go right. Here's what you did wrong, but look, here's what you did right, and it goes back to Jurgen's first season again. And you go and you pull a Man City at the Etihad into that, and you pull on a couple of results and going. This is what the new Liverpool looks like. Let's do let's do more of this. That for me is what we're what we're playing for. Um, can they do it? I've got no fucking ideas. Anyone anyone think we would feel confident that we I can think we're gonna score three goals. Okay. I just don't think we're gonna go through. I think we can do it. I think it's possible. Yeah, I don't think it's realistic, but I think it's possible. <laughs> yeah. I really do. Um, just because like Evan C said before, like there's just this lingering thing in the back of my head saying, Well, you've you've seen this happened before like yeah. you went in, I went to that Barcelona again like I said earlier thinking oh no I was going to watch it'll be nice to watch Messi at Anfield that'll be an experience and then look what happens so yeah the fact knows. that they've lost that's so I, I have not verified this by the way because this is how the internet works but that stat that they've lost on this date yes they have. the last two years yeah true. um it's real <laughs> I don't think Ben's was we're really clutching at straws now aren't we yeah yeah if yeah. you don't need a royal wedding or coronation to make it can someone shoot a pope or something like that I just want to know does pope getting sent off this season count is that enough to dismiss a pope that counts that washes for me someone must have got married on Cardi I just want to see who's going to be the Real Madrid player to tweet 
we only need one goal or something along those lines yeah, tomorrow, yeah. and then and then we're in. Then it's game set and match Liverpool basically from that moment out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and who's yeah. the fellow who's giving up Twitter then? Would that be what? Yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be Cruz. Yeah. Cruz goes one more goal at the Bernabeu. Game over. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, Tony. <laughs> um, and then he'll probably score. Right? Yeah, well, <laughs> and then inevitably they score. <laughs> we um, we had a super chat uh, off topic. It says AJ slightly off topic, guys. Even though Talksports are blocked by me, they end up on my timeline. Why does Jason the Cundy think he can call VVD overrated? So people like you talk about it, AJ. Yeah. Got it in one. <laughs> it's so hard not to bite, but it's the reason why Pete Price is still in work because he is such an infuriating bellend that if you'd ever get caught listening to his radio show, what you want to do is ring up and put him to rights because most people, sensible, you know, reasonably educated, fucking good people, get really wound up by stupidity and yeah. people being factually incorrect, and it makes your blood boil to the point of action. Nothing loves me more. Yeah, that and Jason Cundy is is really good at that. Gabby Agbonlahor has been been sipping from that Kool Aid this season as well, trying to get his trying to get his street cred up and his likes up and all that kind of stuff. And they're just the gang of wankers looking to enrage you. So yeah, they succeeded. Kudos, fucking kudos to them. Um, Right, so uh, we're going to be talking more of the action from the weekend as ever, plumbing the depths to find some other reasons to be happy from the Premier League results on the biased football Not many podcast. this week, to be fair. I, You know what? There's a few things, obviously, we're going to be talking about the Gary Lineker uh, boycott and stuff. Yeah, definitely, because it was really, it was really, really interesting, and the, the solidarity around that. Uh, we are also going to be talking about Casemiro's red card uh, for Manchester United. He's suspended for four games off the back of that, despite the fact that he's a lovely boy, according to Eric Ten Hag. Um, uh, Everton won a game, but then it's a, it's a real mess and a mire down at the bottom end. Um, the twelfth, just the, the, the whole second half of the table to the fucking bottom is just mm. the relegation zone. It's mental. Um, so yeah, if you want to hear us give. Our our incredibly Liverpool biased take on all things around the Premier League and the big talking points and laugh at some teams that we don't like, um, then please do come and join us. If you head over to redmanplus.com and you use the code BIASED. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I've got it. Um, you can get it for £2 a month for three months. Uh, yes. You phrased that as a question, not a statement, don't Paul. <laughs> Why did you do that? Is it because you were looking at Steve at the time, <laughs> wondering whether you were, you were um, right? You can get the show for 50p, is what we're saying. Scan the QR code on screen if you're on YouTube. Uh, go over there on the payment screen, put the code BIASED, B-I-A-S-E-D, in caps in, and you can get it, yes, for £2 a month for three months, which is instead of... So that's £6 instead of £15. Yes! Math. Basic math. Um, my son's doing a sats in the next few weeks and genuinely shut up your prick I was impressed by how quickly you were thought it's the sound of one hand clapping for my math skills um, gentlemen thank you so much that was impressive though Wait until you find out that when you click your fucking fingers, it's actually your thumb hitting the palm that makes the noise, and not your fingers. Not, not your thumb, it's your finger hitting your palm. Yeah, oh, it's got to be your finger. It's it? That, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna love TikTok, you know. I would be such a good stoner. <laughs> <laughs> right, sounds. Thank you to everyone who's joined us. Uh, if you are listening to this on podcasting services, do leave a five star review and stuff. That all helps, of course. Um, 
And of course, if you're on YouTube, subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Anyway, we will be returning with another Redman Originals podcast next week. We hope to see you there as we enter the barren period of no Liverpool, which will either be a curse or a blessing. Uh, we'll find out in the coming days. See you soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, then we've got a whole load more for you right now. Head over to redmenplus.com. You can get extra Redmen podcasts. You've got Around the League. You've got the debate show, Jano Insight with Neil Jones, and Podcast Extra, all the stuff that we could never possibly broadcast on public spaces. Uh, it is there, available in your native podcasting app on the go as well. Head to redmenplus.com and sign up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.